This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When it comes to turkey hunting shotguns, is bigger really better? How much gun do you really need to take down a turkey? That and more on today's episode. Hey, welcome to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and it is smack dab in the middle of turkey season in most places across the country, or you're listening to this episode getting ready for next year's turkey season, and everywhere people are talking about turkey hunting. It is a fantastic time of year, and... Uh, a lot of people talking about everything from tactics to gear to guns. We've been on a turkey hunting series of episodes, and today we want to talk about turkey hunting shotguns. How much gun do you really need to hunt turkey? Now, when I first got into turkey hunting, the the advice and the counsel that I was finding was basically that you could not have too much gun to hunt turkey. You just there was no way to have too much firepower. The more the better. You know, if you could get a if you could get 32 inch barrel, double barrel, 10 gauge with four inch shells, that would be the best thing to use. Custom make them custom load each bullet. You name it, that would be the best way to go. But as I got into this thing, started doing it some, started doing it a lot, started reading a lot started patterning shotguns and started patterning different loads and and started to really you know do this thing talk to other people get to know people who've done it for 20 and 30 and 40 years what i found is more gun is not better it really is not so here's the fundamental crux of the whole thing the best turkey hunting shotgun for you is the turkey hunting shotgun that you can shoot best. The best gun is the gun that you can shoot best. 
What do I mean by that? Well, that is the gun whose recoil you can manage well, that you can shoot accurately, reliably, dependably, again after again. You're not flinching. You're not dreading pulling the trigger. You you are not moving involuntarily because of the recoil, regardless of the caliber or how much recoil there is. Your ability to shoot well supersedes all performance levels and all performance benefits and all performance criteria of a shotgun. So let's break that down. If you've got a 10 gauge, right? And a lot of today's um, Magnum 12 gauge loads, three and a half inch shells, Magnum 12 gauges, that's the equivalent power in as far as we need to be concerned for a new hunter of a 10 gauge. So what they've really done is the 10 gauge is per, has pretty much gone away for the most part. Very few people selling 10 gauges and instead they're selling 12 gauge magnums. Now the reason for this is simple. 12 gauge is a big heavy duty round. It is a lot of power, a lot of recoil, heavy gun, hard to shoot. And for the people that really want a 10 gauge, they only really want it certain times. Whereas some of these 12 gauge magnums, you can also shoot um, 12 gauge three inch shells, which are much less power and much less recoil, much more versatility. And a lot of them will also shoot 12 gauge two and three quarter inch shells, which you can, you can power those down all the way to light target loads. So the, the gun manufacturers found, you know what, they're, they're, the, the demand for 10 gauges is really not what it used to be. But if you can do a 12 gauge magnum, three and a half inch shell, that same person can have the power of a 10 gauge, but they can also have the versatility of a, of a light 12 gauge target load that you can hardly even feel when you pull the trigger. So it gives them complete flexibility and versatility, which is a smart business decision. It is, it is a useful firearm. I can't say two things against that, but what you end up with is a lot of power and a lot of recoil and more weight because the heavier gun, the heavier duty shells, the Magnum shells usually, if not always, necessitate a heavier gun. So you might have had a seven inch or a seven pound shotgun for your regular loads, but if you have a Magnum shotgun, all of a sudden it's going to be eight, eight and a half pounds. So you end up with a heavier gun, and it has to be heavier uh, in order to deal with that obsessive recoil. Otherwise, you, you're just going to, you know, no one except the biggest of the biggest of human beings are going to be able to successfully shoot that without causing themselves physical pain and damage. So it, it's not a matter of how tough you are. It's a matter of, I mean, literally you start having separation of ligaments in your shoulder. It's not a matter of toughness. It's not a matter of manning up. Um, you are physically wounding your body by firing this gun. So they were able to satisfy the need in the market for people that want big power, as well as give them a gun that they can use for all other types of hunting. However, if you look back at some other episodes that we did uh, this past late winter, early spring, one episode in particular, Should You Hunt with an AR-15, I really broke down some of the fundamental reasons and differences between military firearms and hunting firearms. The guns are designed to do different things. The ergonomics are different. It's not a matter of, 
you know, is one just as effective as the other is putting a bullet down range, but you can shoot one better for one particular um, use and cause than you can the other because it's just designed that way. It's it's more user friendly to use in the field. Um, you know, our hunting rifle is going to be more user friendly in the field. It's going to fit in your hand better. It's going to come to shoulder the right way. It's going to have the right balance. It's going to have the right features for comes the safeties and trigger pulls and all those factors versus an AR-15, which is designed to be a military firearm for combat. It's not going to have those features that make it more effective and 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 easier to use for hunting but of course on the other hand it is going to be the better firearm for combat use because of all of the features that it has specifically designed for that purpose so you can use one for the other of course you could use a hunting firearm in combat and you can use a combat firearm for hunting but they will never be as good or as as easy to shoot or as friendly to shoot or as ergonomic or have all of the features that make the highest benefit for that purpose unless it was designed for it. All of that come back to this 12 gauge Magnum conversation. The Magnum 12 gauge ends up being a heavier gun, a heavier duty gun, more weight in order to handle that Magnum load. Well, because of that, it's the, it's no longer the best gun to use for light loads because now you're carrying around a bigger gun, heavier gun, more heavy duty, more weight. Now there are some instances, maybe if you buy a $2,500 Benelli or any of the other various high-end brands, they have all sorts of technology and they're able to minimize the extra weight and bulk of the Magnum firearm and, and give you more of a balanced gun. But even still, even, still, even at that super high-end, high-dollar level, I don't think that gun is going to be quite as good in the two and three quarter inch load as a gun designed primarily for two and three quarter inch loads. So you can have a lighter gun, you can have a, a gun with um, that is just a little bit better for the task. So if you get a Magnum shotgun, and this is from new hunters, you're not usually going to spend $2,500 to get one of the serious ones. You're going to be more of the $500 to $1,000 range. And you're going to end up with a gun that's got more bulk than you really want for anything other than Magnum loads. A little more weight than you want for anything other than Magnum loads. And really what it all comes down to, though, is... And I'm, 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 I'm sort of talking in a circle around the where we're going before we finally zero in. You've got this power. Do you really want that power for turkey hunting? Can you really effectively, efficiently, enjoyably use that power of a magnum shotgun you know whether whether it's 12 and a half or whether it's 12 gauge magnums with three and a half inch shells or whether you're talking about a 10 gauge or, or something else that's that's even more powerful than that do you really want that kind of power most people i'm just going to answer the question for you most new hunters 95 percent of new hunters the answer is no you are not going to be able to handle that power efficiently and effectively. You are not going to be able to shoot that gun well or enjoyably because of the, the recoil, possibly even because of the weight. You're going to carry that gun, you know, hiking 10 miles through the woods, running and gun and looking for turkeys. A pound and a half extra doesn't sound like a lot till it's on your shoulder or in your arms for eight hours. Then it really matters. But when it comes to pulling the trigger, most people... 
when shooting a heavy firearm, they compensate for the recoil, which which uh, hurts their accuracy. And the number, why would you want a firearm that big though? Why would you want more power? Well, the number one reason you would want a bigger gauge, higher magnum, more power, is you want to be able to throw more shot, more BBs, more pellets downrange, and a tighter pattern at a further distance, so you can have a better chance of hitting a turkey at long range. However, in order to hit a turkey at long range, you need superb accuracy and shooting skills. You know, taking a shot at 30 yards is very different, very, very different than taking a shot at 60 yards with a shotgun. You say, well, how so? Well, the size of a turkey's head over the top of your barrel at 30 yards is very different than 60 yards. Most people are proficient to 30 or 40 yards with a shotgun. Most people are not proficient to 60 yards plus with a shotgun. So you really need to have honed shooting skills and accuracy in order to be able to, to even hit a target at that range. And couple that with the fact that the number one thing a Magnum shotgun makes it hard to do is shoot accurate at long ranges because of that recoil and the effect that it has on you and your shooting technique uh, for anyone other than, I mean, people who are the largest framed people, you know, if you're over six and a half foot tall, then okay, you could probably handle that Magnum without a problem. Um, just based on your ability as, as a heavier, larger person to absorb recoil without it impacting your shooting technique. But even then you still probably need some practice. But for most people, you are not getting benefit from the more power because you are not shooting as accurately or as effectively. And after you pull that trigger, you are in the haze of where, what's going on. You got smoke, you're dazed from the recoil, your, your barrel's all over the place. You can't even see if you hit the turkey or not. You are recovering from the shot because of how much power and, and drama is involved with every trigger pull. You don't know if the turkey ran away or if it's laying down dead. You have to compose yourself, especially if you're not wearing earplugs. And, you know, it's just a situation where you are not better off. What you're better off with is a lighter shotgun that you are able to shoot effectively and accurately out to a range that you're capable of shooting at. And the other side of this is today we've got turkey loads and we've got turkey shells and we've got turkey chokes and we have all of we have techniques and tools that enable us to, to set up a shotgun to shoot further than was ever possible 50 years ago. It just was not even conceivable to shoot the way we can shoot now 50 years ago. And there's all sorts of turkey shells out there. And there's all sorts of extra full chokes or extra, extra full chokes as the case may be. There are certain chokes designed for certain bullets, or excuse me, for certain shells that are high power turkey shells with special special technology and special wadding and special compounds to hold the, the BBs together till they exit the barrel and prevent deformation and multiple uh, multiple sizes of shot to, to better affect short and long range shots and, and all kinds of technology. And uh, you know, most of it works okay. I think a lot of it's oversold, overmarketed and overpriced, but most of it works okay. You can come up with a good combination. You try a couple different turkey shells and you try a couple different chokes 
and uh, or even just a few different turkey loads and a good turkey choke and you can find yourself a, a, a good combination something that 50 years ago would have been the holy grail of all turkey uh, hunting but you do not need that high-end power to be able to do that or the cost that comes with it because the ammo is more expensive uh, the chokes are more expensive the guns more expensive in my opinion, most people are well suited with a 12 gauge, two and three quarter inch shell. You do not need a three inch shell. Two and three quarter inch shell, which is the baseline 12 gauge shell, is all most people need, and it's what most people can shoot best. Now, that's if you are of average height and average weight. And, and weight is not always the best indicator here because, you know, if you are heavier in the midsection, and and you are not so heavy in the shoulders that extra weight doesn't help you as much so height is a better gauge than weight in this conversation so you have you have someone who's smaller um who's who's shorter you've got someone who's maybe under five foot five 12 gauge period may be too much you may want to go to a 20 gauge or a 16 gauge um you know these days 16 gauges are not as popular there's not as many out there not as many options not as many ammos so the 20 gauge in a lot of cases is more economical and you're able to find ammo better so but you may want to step down to a 20 gauge that you can shoot well with a good size barrel with the right choke with some good turkey loads and you can be effective with a 20 gauge out to 40 some yards now a lot of people say well you know i get that 12 gauge magnum turkey shell turkey choke everything i can i can shoot out to 80 yards and take a turkey that is outrageous outrageous irresponsible i'm going to say 90 percent of the time is just flat out a lie the fact that you could put a pellet on paper doesn't mean you have enough pattern density and accuracy to be able to kill a turkey um, consistently at that range and responsibly when it comes to the bird and and having a humane kill that is absolutely ridiculous and outrageous and untrue most of the time and for most people. And often the ones who are bragging are people who are the poorest shooters who do not have the shooting skills to utilize a setup. Even if the gun and load and choke was capable of it, it's not in their hands. Because they do not have the, the capability or the practice um, or often the stature to be able to make use of those tools effectively. But most of the time, I think it's just flat out shenanigans that people claim that. And here's the, here's the big thing, right? You may disagree with me, but here's the undeniable thing. You can hardly see a turkey's head at 80 yards over the barrel of a shotgun. You can hardly see their head with a red dot. You, unless you have a scope, a magnified scope, which I do not recommend for turkey hunting, you do. You can hardly see that there's a turkey at 80 yards away. You just, you can hardly even see it, let alone be able to accurately take a shot at it, let alone be able to put enough BBs in that turkey's head and neck to knock it down humanely. That is ridiculous. And in my opinion, you are also at that point, you, you, you are undoing what is one of the best things about turkey hunting, which is you get to get close to turkeys. You get to see a turkey up close. You, you get to call them in to close range. You, you get a, 
a shooter game uh, connection and relationship there that is amazing. You get to see turkeys up close in the wild. Um, That is one of the funner parts of the sport. Now, some people would say and argue that, well, whatever makes you more effective at being able to take that bird, that's the most important thing. And I have said comments in the past on other episodes and topics that, you know, point in that direction. Well, you know what? There's no shame in being more effective. And I stand by that concept. But at the same time, turkey hunting is about fun. It's about having fun. And it's not fun to hunt with a gun that you don't really want to pull the trigger on. That could knock you over. That could cause you injury to the point of needing shoulder surgery. In order to potentially, theoretically, be able to take some longer shots. So, let me back that down and and let me go another direction here. What's your recovery rate at those kind of ranges for the shots that you do take? Usually it's very low. Usually it's very low. I was talking with John McDaniel, who is um, a well-published turkey hunting master. One of the best of the best that's alive on this planet. Not someone who's interested in being on TV or the bravado of, of you know being a big shot. But just absolutely genius man who loves turkey hunting. Who loves to be in the woods and has decided over the course of his turkey hunting career to write some books in order to share that passion. And I was talking with him, and what he told me was, you know, he was on the Bigger is Better adventure for decades. And what he has concluded, for the last, I think he said something like 40 turkeys that he has shot. The last 40. Put this in your mind, 40 turkeys. Most people will not shoot 40 turkeys in their lifetime. Most people will not shoot at 40 turkeys. Most people will not see 40 turkeys in their lifetime unless they see a flock that has that many. But in terms of individual hunting situations, having a turkey walk within range 40 times, most people will not have that experience. And he told me the last 40 turkeys that he has taken, the last 40, not to say he's only he's taken 40 over his career, He said the last 40, over the last 10 or so years, uh, and the different states that he's hunted and the number of tags he's able to do, maybe it's more like 15 years, I don't recall the, the specifics, but he told me the last 40 turkeys that he hunted, he shot with Winchester, double A, uh, two and three half inch loads for target shooting. Seven, or uh, I think it was seven shot, two and three quarter inch target loads. And he has 100% shot to kill ratio. He has taken 40 out of 40, not one miss, not one wounded bird that got away. 40 out of 40 shots taken, turkeys down. And he said his secret is real simple. Don't shoot if they're further than 35 yards away. Just don't pull the trigger if they're further than that. Because if they are... Your, your chances of taking the bird decrease with every yard. Your, your spread um, gets more dispersed. Your power goes down. Your BBs per inch, all of it goes down every yard past that. And he said, you know, the, you, you, you hunt well. You, you focus. You, you do everything you can do. You practice good hunting techniques and strategy. And you build intuition. And... 
the gun is not that big of a deal. Now, I'm sure he's using a good choke. Um, and, and the different guns that he uses, he rarely shoots with an autoloader. He's, he's more of an over-under type or a side-by-side -side or a single shot. He, he's, he's not even hardly ever using a semi-automatic. He's got a gun that, or several guns that he shoots well, that he shoots that caliber well, and that he has had unbelievable success success with, but he just knows, okay, I'm not going to shoot further than this because he said it, it, even if he was shoot, hunting with a 10 gauge and a 32 inch barrel, shooting at 45 yards, he was telling me the the percentage of birds that you recover is not worth the ability to shoot further, and and the conscience wound that comes to you for hitting a bird and not killing it that runs away that you can't recover that that's going to die a couple days or weeks from now from any number of diseases or infections or slow painful death and it's not worth it it's not worth it to him it's not worth it for anybody else to to be you know regularly wounding birds that escape in order to be able to shoot a little further and you know what that is that's probably the best advice you could give a new turkey hunter is don't shoot if it's more than 35 yards away you don't need the best gun you don't need the biggest caliber you don't need the most anything uh you you, you could just get out there and have fun and just know okay this is my range this is how far i'm going to shoot because here's the thing you take a shot whether you miss whether you wound the bird or whether you kill it, your hunt is over. Your hunt is over. Almost every time. When you pull that trigger, your hunt's over. If you don't kill that bird, you've spooked everything nearby. That bird running away, wounded, is spooking everything. That bird flying away is spooking everything. You don't think other turkeys know the sound of a turkey taking off in terror to run? Oh, they know it. You you are pre pretty much ruined that hunt or that spot at least. So if you don't pull the trigger... That bird may come closer. Another bird may come in that you didn't know about. You, you, you st you're still in the game. So, is bigger better? Um, no. It is, is only better to the point of what can you shoot the best in terms of you as a person, as a hunter, as a shooter. Now, there are also some amazing loads out there. There's tungsten BBs. And if you really want to be high-tech, high-end, high-dollar... You don't need to go to bigger calibers to do that. I was watching a video of a guy that at, I think it was about 35 yards took a nice gobbler with a 410 armed with um, you know one of those high-end tungsten BB shots because they're able to use number nine shot or number 11 shot that has the same kinetic energy and power at 35 yards that number six or number five shot would. And has more BBs because it's smaller and that density of tungsten enables it to do things that nothing else can do. Now you're paying five to ten dollars a bullet. I said you're paying five to ten dollars a bullet. But think about this. You know, should I go out and buy a thousand dollar Magnum turkey gun? Or should I take the twenty dollar the, the twenty gauge that I already have, put a good choke on it? And get some $5 bullets. You don't need a lot. You might only need two or three in a season. 
So people say, well, that's too expensive, can't afford it. Well, if you're thinking about spending $1,000 on a Magnum turkey gun, you could take whatever gun you already have and you could just get some expensive bullets that perform like two sizes bigger, like two gun, two shotgun levels higher than, than the one you were planning to buy. And you are able to, uh, to perform at a higher level. But I don't think that's even necessary. I think what you ought to do is whatever gun you've got or whatever gun you can shoot well and enjoyably, you can have fun shooting you can shoot accurately and effectively, whatever that is. If that's a 20 gauge, if that's a 12 gauge, two and three quarter inch, if that's a 12 gauge, three inch, if that's a 16 gauge, uh, if that's even a 28 gauge, whatever you can shoot well, get a good choke, get a good full turkey choke or extra full or extra extra full or whatever they make for your gun and get a couple of your regular turkey loads, your regular uh, turkey loads. And I say regular, I mean non-tungsten. I mean stuff that costs more like a dollar a bullet to two dollars a bullet. Get some of your more regular types of turkey loads. I mean, it doesn't have to cost that much. I'm not. I'm not telling you that, but I'm saying five to ten dollars a bullet. You do not need to do. Just get you some regular turkey loads. And pattern that gun at thirty and forty yards until you find something that performs within your ability and your comfort factor and your level of enjoyment. And that's all you got to do. You can try to take it to the next level with the super ammo, but that's all you got to do to have a great and a super effective time turkey hunting. We're talking about a, a, a man who's hunted turkeys for 40 years, wrote several books. I've read all of them and he's using target loads at a 12 and three quarter inch gauge shotgun. So you do not need more power to have more fun or to be super effective. It's all about the hunting, not the gun. When the gun becomes the focus, the hunting's not the focus. When the gear becomes the focus, the fun in the field is not the focus. So keep your eyes on having fun. Keep your eyes on hunting. Keep your eyes on becoming a better hunter. Keep your eyes on the turkeys. And you, all you need to do is just make sure you have a reasonably performing gun at 30 to 40 yards, and that is all you need. So, till next time, God bless you guys. Go get them in the woods. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, for the show notes. More info on this episode, lots of other episodes on turkey hunting and different kinds of hunting. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. <music>